I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. We're all you need. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. And welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 43. My name is Stephen Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, he's always prepared for any danger that may befall him. He's mastered the state of true Unagi. It's Joe Lara. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, brutal. That's pretty awesome that, <laughs> what's up man what's up dude how are you i'm doing good man it's a it, it's another good week i just been been super busy with uh, my regular day job um which is good you know employment and all that stuff so i'm not going to complain it's just been super busy <laughs> and then my town uh which is awesome to have it's just a different vibe when, when you get when you get one of your your youngins hanging out and around and it, there's an extra body odor walking around and and, <laughs> and the parts and just you know it's, it's sky stuff right so yeah. speaking of body odor when we did um korean barbecue last weekend oh yeah yeah that was, that was uh that was good man that was real good i could smell that steak on me for like the whole day next day yeah um i we had extra garlic to to roast on the grill <laughs> and uh the next day was ripe for sure yeah. <laughs> well, I would ask how your weekend went, but I already know, and I think we'll get into that in a minute. Yep. Um, but next up, he's reporting live from all the way in the outer rim. It's Ramey Shannaday. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good. I, good. Uh, Thanks for asking. I am uh, broadcasting from uh, beautiful, sunny Hotlanta. Although it's not that hot, it's actually very nice here this week. So humidity's not bad, and I, I am, I've dodged the smoke that's plaguing the Northeast, which uh, I think we'll, we'll talk about here when we get to, to crosshair. So welcome been, to my time zone. Welcome. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is, this is true. So it is uh, it's 9 41 PM here. So I, I feel, I know, I know Brian's pain at the moment. <laughs> the uh, got to, got to see you guys over the weekend, which is always cool. Um, so yeah. Right on, man. Good flight. Everything went smooth. Yeah, the flight took ridiculously long to get here. I, I, the, there has been times where you know the jet streams cooperating and whatever, and like the flight here takes all of uh, barely over three hours, and then this time it took four and a half. I'm like, what the heck is going on? They took us all the way down, like we we went all the way south and like flew over the top of Mexico, and then kind of cut up at the last minute. It was very strange. So I don't know. Air streams, air traffic control, whatever stuff we lost joe he'll be back that's fine yeah um 
see. When he's not getting a newly approved costume from the Legion, you can always catch him slushing and gushing. It's John Rodriguez. How are you, sir? Hey, yo. I'm good. How are you? What is that sound? I was clapping for uh, his approval of Hunter. 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 Oh, season two. Yeah. I thought you and were Joe, mimicking. Yeah. I thought you were mimicking the slushing yeah. or the gushing. Oh god. That would be <laughs> it, it it sounds like he might be, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Congrats congrats to you, Joe, as well. He got his tech approved uh, like a week ago or something. He hasn't oh, yeah. did you say anything? You haven't said a word. Yeah, you've just so. been a little silent yeah. night over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, but congrats <laughs> to you, Joe. And uh <laughs> and yeah, yeah uh, um yeah, happy to have it approved. I need to give it some love. Some stuff was kind of coming apart by the end of the con, by the end of a uh, celebration. Um, so I need to kind of, you know, just give it a little tune up. Well, that was the first love. time you yeah. wore it, though. Like, you didn't do a proper shakedown. You just kind of showed up and that was it, right? the, that was the, the 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 trial. Yeah, that was the test run. Yeah, yeah, we know and, that's and for the sure. first day, <laughs> the first day. Yeah, no, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, the, the first day I already knew I was like, oh, this, oh. this, this, this. Remember? Yeah, I remember your belt was like falling, be- falling down. It's just a little. It was a little big on me. So um, by the Dude, second day, I had your leg, your Velcro. thigh, or one of the thighs armor. You were cutting a piece off because it kept like getting caught when you would walk your shin. I think it was your shin, right? It was getting caught on your knee. You were doing. You were doing. Yeah, yeah, I think I had to just rotate it a bit uh, on the shin. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the angle might now. have just been. Anyway, yeah, it's approved, so thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. Good call. <laughs> and besides uh, the weekend event we had together, um, I've just been playing uh, uh, football at night, some, some footy. Uh, I played on Sunday, and I played yesterday. I'm kind of beat up. I play with like young kids, and they, all, they, they, they always kick my butt. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Hey. Oh, you mean soccer? Yeah, I was gonna say this, and then, but then, in the same breath, he says that he thinks he like broke his foot or something too, and so. Oh yeah, my foot is killing me. Um, oh, like dude, it. you probably fractured it, and you don't even know it. Uh, hairline fracture, to be honest. Um, and it actually started hurting the night uh, I did that troop at that uh, that high profile event troop uh, with the Andor. Like, like, because yeah. I played in the morning and then at night. My foot was like I, I was thinking, man, um, it might uh, it might be just because I did both these really d- physically demanding things, and I'm just sore. But it's been hurting for a while, yeah, for for like a long while. And I've had hairline fractures before, and that's why I'm like, dang, this might be that. So I might need to go get that checked out. Put some tussin on it. Tussin. Get the tussin. Put some windex. Get it in there on the bone. Get it all in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's not. But it's kind of like a, a sore, you know, like a, a nagging pain that just doesn't go away. And yeah, and, walk, and it feels like off. I need to crack something, you know? You know, it's like a knuckle that won't crack. It feels like that a little bit, but it hurts. At least you're getting some exercise in, dude. Come on. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm, it, it, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a, an Adonis or anything, but I am losing a little bit of... You're uh, gone. Which was basically the, the Step point. one. Step one. You're gone. Yeah, yeah, and it was hard, and that's the thing. That, that's why I'm kind of beat up, because I started playing once a week, and then it built up to twice a week, and now I just got to three times a week, 
and like like yesterday was the first day that I played that consecutively. So I'm kind of like run over, you know, I'm, I'm kind of beat up. Um, but it's fun. And, and it, yeah, like you good. said, it's good exercise. And I'm running and that's what I'm saying. Um, so that's the point. That's the whole idea. Keep it up. Yeah. We'll do. He's on the road again with that big toothpick energy. It's Brian Cook. How are you, sir? I'm good. I am sitting in a hotel room in New Jersey. It is very smoky here, smokier than Mustafar. Uh, I can't really go outside. Been dealing with that for the past couple days um, while working. Uh, but the smoke has overrun the city. Uh, I was watching the news and we're over two times the warning level limit or whatever they were calling it for smoke. So, um, dude, it looks just, like it looks like a Mars colony right now. Dude, the pictures there. of New York are yeah. insane. Yeah, which is not so- that far from me. So go check out Sonfield's story right now. And it's just like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little, it looks it, like Blade first, Runner. It <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Totally. At first I was like, Oh wow, this is gnarly. And then after a few hours um, this afternoon, I was kind of like, Ooh, I don't really feel that great. You're like, all right. <laughs> I can <laughs> I start to feel it. Normally. So, um, and much talking about exercise, I've been hitting the hotel gym here to keep up my fitness and I was going to go do it and, I was like, I don't really feel like great. So I didn't do it, but you're doing curls, right? right? The wh- the whiskey curls, just like Modelo, Modelo curls. <laughs> Modelo. I do appreciate that raining is in my time zone. It's a beautiful thing. I know. If you were if you were home, I maybe would have considered trying to figure out if I could make it down. I, I know somewhere. we'd literally be less than six hours from each other. So close. Yeah. So close. But I have a long. I'm not going straight home after this too. I I just uh, I left Sunday, this past Sunday, and I'm not going to be home till Saturday night. So, oh man, I don't know how you guys that, do that. It's like trying to get home and see Spider first with the family. Yeah. So, yeah, I left. I left my house at noon on Friday. That's right. And, yeah. I, and I won't get and I won't get home until like dinner time on Friday. And then I've got to be back down to Orange County on Saturday morning. So. Good times. Dad stuff. Dad stuff. So when we met up this weekend, Ramey dropped off a package to me that he got. And I was super excited because I finally got my my Skywalker Ranch merchandise from him. So thank you, sir. That's that's right. That's right. And I didn't realize that the coins you gave me were numbered. Yeah, they are. And one of them is my birthday. What? I was like, oh, dude, how is that? That it wasn't on. Pur- it wasn't on purpose. I, that is that, was that a, is the force, man. That a is lucky, the force. A lucky coincidence. Um, but thank you, and thank you everybody for tuning in. If you'd like to rep your support for the show, pick up one of our limited edition T-shirts or stickers at thedadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? I, I said I wasn't going to talk because I haven't worked on anything because I've been, I haven't been home. I haven't been driving. But 
hearing you guys talk about season two, I did just want to provide an update. You guys, both of you guys finishing your season two, getting the um, Rebel Legion approval on those. Uh, I did slice the files for my crosshair shins, the ones that Steven so beautifully engineered and developed. Um, I have those sliced and I am ready when I get back to hit print to get those going and start working with the, uh, the 501st clone troopers to try to get that a CRL. And I think I can hold on. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, Yeah. yeah, you, you've got your crosshair. I mean, just about, if not finished, because I know you want to redo a couple things, but the shins need to be redone because they're they that's not okay not accurate. And I will so minus the I shins specifically say, but I, what I was going to say is, I think I, I think there's a case to be made that it could be Rebel Legion as well. That's oh for sure. We'll see. For he sure, killed. I think that'll be killed, a more season three thing. But yes, he killed a lieutenant or commander or whatever the heck that guy was. Yeah. Of the Empire at the in the space. So tell me I'm wrong. Give me a case. You're right. There you go. Amen. When you're right, you're right. If he does the full 180 in season three, I think they'll give it to you. I mean, he killed he killed an Imperial officer. And he's being held against his will. Like like Jay, you know. Uh, yeah. So did Vader. Vader was in charge. He's just dark. Evil. But five and first clone troopers, I'm coming for you. That's it. Oh, that's all I got. Oh, this is Shay saying Force Ghost Tech in in season three. (laughs) Oh yeah! Shout out to the YouTube people. People watching on YouTube, man, drop us comments. I'm in here. I'm in here to help out. So. Oh. Brian's doing admin duties. I yeah, am, dude. Yeah, that why are we trusting? That means it's a wild, wild west. Listen, there's a little wrench. There's a little wrench next to my name. That means Custom great power. That means you're the you're the janitor of the duties. Unlimited power. <laughs> Workbench. Um, go. I'll talk a little bit. Um, uh, so, are we talking about the event we had on the weekend at all? Because, because what I yeah. want to talk about the yeah. So we had the prop swap, right? Yep. Did, did someone else want to like talk about it or, or introduce it or something? Because I just you wanted to talk proceed. about what you broke all the right, seal. All right. So okay, all right, all right, yeah. You smelt the it. Barrier you has it. been all right. All right. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, Trooper Bay hosted an event uh, last weekend. It was last Saturday uh, called uh, the Prop Swap. And it was like a massive success, I think, overall. So uh, I think most people did well in terms of like selling stuff or, or you know, uh, at least getting work or, or commissioning stuff or whatever. Um, a lot of, yeah, um, there were uh, a good amount of vendors there. And, um, yeah, whatever. It, it was a lot of props and collectibles, and there was a, a little food truck there, and it was actually awesome. Uh, I, I hope uh, Mike does another one, uh, Mike from Trooper Bay. Um, but yeah, so at that event, I bought what would be the beginnings of 
the veteran clone trooper from the Kenobi series that we see sitting there asking for credits with the bucket, you know? Um, I bought the whole upper half of the clone trooper armor from Kevin Pierce Plus. Mm. And um, did, did you get Beeple yeah. parts or did you get. I, did you buy uh, any parts? I think he split up a new kit and oh, really? charged me. In like a like, because he was like, "Well, you're not getting all of it," and and I, actually, the chest and back were a A's, and the rest were okay. The elbows, the forearms, the shoulders; those are all B parts. Uh, the chest and back were A parts, but he kind of was like, "Okay, just throw them in there, and and we'll figure out a number, and you know." And so, so whatever. And and actually, Stephen, thank you. He hooked me up with one of the. With a clone helmet that's actually sitting back there, if you can see it, that should be the uh, the base for. Don't you uh, make clone helmets? Yeah, but the ones I do are animated, and that one is a realistic Real. style one, which would be Wasn't closer Bad to Batch what you see. animated. Yeah, I'm talking about Kenobi. Oh, hobo clone was in Kenobi. That's the right. veteran, yeah, yeah, the, the guy that's sitting there, and Kenobi throws him throws, throws him a bone. That's right. Hobo clone. Um, I, I yeah, got my streams crossed. Yeah, there's a lot of clone content out there now. <laughs> there is a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, um, it just seemed like something that you could do and and not easily, but you know, kind of like comfortably at a con or something. Just sit, hang out. You could probably just sit on a table and eat, and and or you know, you could do that while sitting i don't know and, li- and listen the watchers are confirming eric and um sin dragon have confirmed mike announced he is doing another prop swap heck yeah there you go you heard it here first you heard it here first or second second actually because mike already announced he, he might have said it yeah he might have said it that's right so you heard it here um, second <laughs> other than that clone armor i'm also uh painting the last of the heavies in the series I picked up the newer. I don't know if we spoke about. It. I don't think we spoke about it. I picked up. We've talked about seven it more. Week, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we talk about it every week. That's why I'm like, I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day. It's just like, <laughs> did we mention this already? Did I, did I already tell you guys that I got seven more? So I got seven more, and I think there's eight more, right, Stephen? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe nine. Maybe <sighs> But seven. I have seven here in the garage. So those are going to be, uh, I already started four of them. I'm, I'm breaking them down into small groups so I can not get too anxious about it. Um, so yeah, I'm doing four and then three and then I'm after that. <sighs> oh, and I actually picked up a Ragnar helmet from Planet Camino. So shout out to Planet Camino. Um, cool little Ragnar helmet. They look so cool crisp and clean and he actually sold out at the prop swap event did you get that did you get that from him there no so i told him i'm like i'm gonna get one and he's like okay cool and then by the time i came back he's like dude i'm I'm out and i was like dude he was gone in like 30 minutes those things were gone yeah yeah i I came back like in an hour because we because we were hustling and bustling too you know we were slushing and gushing doing our thing yeah and uh I, i went back and he was like yeah uh I don't have any more. He's like, but I'll make you one and charge you the the, the prop swap price. I'm like, oh, right on, dude. He's like, cool. So very, very nice of him. Um, so thank you. The event and, looked uh, awesome, man. You guys, the booth, the dad batch 
booth looked awesome. The whole thing looked rad and to hear how successful it was with everyone selling their stuff and just the, I thought it, yeah. Maker exchange and man, it's just so cool. So I thought it was just going to be makers talking and hanging out and there weren't going to be any sales really, you know, I thought it was just going to be a big, like, yeah, like hangout con essentially friend con. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be a little bit, I thought it was going to be a little bit more than that because when I talked to Mike, so so Mike is down in Poway in my territory, in my garrison. First of all, really good guy, been in the Legion, been around as prop making. He had this super old vacuum form machine that finally gave out um, that he's been making kits on. But um, but this is a concept that him and Kevin got together. Kevin Weir got together because Kevin could no longer do it in his other location. I think in I think uh, in Azusa. That, up, yeah. that option was no longer available. And Mike, super smart, just said, down to San Diego, I'll, you know, I'll, I, I have. And so um, people come really far to Kevin, far to Kevin's thing, right? I'm really far for that. But that, but um, I don't know. It's just a really great, really, really, really great idea. And, and it worked. It, it freaking worked. Yeah, so, it was it was such a great event. Um, it, it lived up to every one of my expectations and then some uh you know i i was able to move probably about 90 percent of the stuff that i brought all the helmets sold uh all the 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 printers sold amazing most of the the toys sold um and not just my stuff i think ramey you sold out of everything john you sold out of everything um, that's so wild it, it was just nuts and but see on top of that which is cool right because you know we all made we all cleared out some space for for the house we we uh you know made some pocket change um mm-hmm. which we all blew at sushi like right after but, um, <laughs> immediately <laughs> we're like yes i'll have everything on the premium menu please <laughs> i'll take the Pabu platter. i'm like i'll have two yeah <laughs> Um, but I think the, the coolest part for me was that, you know, these, these helmets that have just been literally sitting on the floor in my, in my office and in my loft were, I, this sounds so cheesy, but they were making people's dreams come true. You know, there's, Aww. there's one, one guy, I won't, I won't, uh, use any names here, but when he picked up one of the helmets, he was just looking at it and he was just so nervous about building the costume for that certain character because it, it, you know, it's Darth Vader. It's like, how do you, how do you take on that level of, uh, I guess, responsibility to the character, you know, uh, and, and make that kind of commitment. And he was looking at it and looking at it and looking at it. And he finally pulled the trigger. And then as soon as he did that, he's messaging me nonstop, which is awesome for like the last three days, he's like, "Oh, I need this part. Oh, and this part. Oh, and should I get this?" And, this? and I'm just like, "Man, he's going down the path that that many of us <laughs> have, down have the gone through." Hole. Yeah, yep. and it's and he's just he's so jazzed for it, and he's just one example of how I think almost every person that picked up a piece, not just from us, but people at the prop swap, uh, you know, experienced it. And those hard, yeah. those hard um, costumes, man. It's cool to have someone to to go do to ask questions yeah. so anytime people ask me stuff about vader stuff i always try to help because it's mm-hmm. the the resources are tough but not only that there were people there who not in any costume club 
they don't even have a costume. Yeah, they're just like cool. getting into it. That's awesome. And and they yeah. were like, they get like they get a helmet. Yeah, they got a helmet from you, John. And they're like, oh, I yeah, want to build a custom Mando. We, I like, think we talked a lot. Go. A lot of people into a lot of people into it. Yeah. Sure. Steven, um, Sin Dragon wants to know if uh, did you get a the uh, God dang it. What's it? I lost the name of it. The Kid Mando. Ragnar. Oh, Stephanie. Oh. Not Sin Dragon. No. Oh, Paz. Did you get a Ragnar helmet? By the time I wanted to pick up the Ragnar, they were sold out. Those sold out so fast. I should have picked one up before the show. You only had like three helmets there. Yeah, he, he only had I'm sure you can ask him. I can confirm that those that the ones he makes are is the accurate size. It's based on a 3D model that was not the accurate size, and I I did a little bit of uh, research utilizing somebody that was familiar with the appropriate size of the helmet. <laughs> a little firsthand <laughs> research, yeah. I I, I I I printed one one to one, and we put it on, and it was like way too small. So so I printed another one at, at what my best guess was was the right size, and it came out perfect. It's like, yeah, this is exactly what it felt like. So fed that over to uh, David, and he was able to leverage that when he printed. That's his, exactly so. what it felt like. Um, so I, I have one story that <laughs> story that I want to share. Sure. Um, hopefully, my tech works. Works. Um, Julio Metalorian. Yeah, oh, dude. So if you right. watch, you watched see the riot race riot racing tool where tech is fixing tail the robot hey hey um and metal metalorian he, and he's a uh, he's he's a dinjar and down here down here in the gear in the garrison he just got congratulations julio julio he told me he made them this is actually metal this thing's heavy and and uh worried about because i want to take this to japan pan and you know, i can't take this because it might be could be that ain't happening <laughs> no watch 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 Ah, uh, okay, that can happen. Boop. This can happen, dude. Can we could bring that to dude. Korean barbecue, and then I have a toothpick for pick for. Perfect. Thank you. I can use that. I like that, dude. That's slick, dude. This thing's heavy metal. Bam. Is it steel? Yes, it's it's steel, metal, dude. baby. This thing is... You didn't like oh, aluminum, yeah. although yeah. aluminum's expensive. So yeah, it's aluminum probably, but it's yeah. freaking solid. Badass. That's cool. Dope. But we made I, I would say we made a lot of good connections. We made we met a lot of listeners of the show. Um that too. Yeah. Yeah. I had Mofo. I had Mofo. So yep. Um, I will say though that, that uh I I am like one hundred percent now committed to this uh Paz Vizla costume. I've got all the files to start printing the armor. And as a matter of fact, we had a listener uh, reach out to me. I haven't even told you guys this. I had a listener reach out to me. He wants to sponsor my flight suit. What? Yeah. So. It's a pretty good deal. Hey, got a what? Flight suit. We'll see if it comes through. Yo. If it does, then we'll give him the shout out on the show. But we'll see. We'll see how dope. it goes. Yeah. Nice. Hey, and you yeah, should get Gordon. one of your kids to do the Ragnar costume. Is that wasn't the that worst? That's See, what that's they were the, saying in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I'll make I'll make my older son Ragnar. We just talked about and then that. and then I'll, I'll just put the, the leather. Helmet. I have the helmet. I'll put the leather helmet on, on my little one. Where were you for the conversation <laughs> two seconds ago, John? <laughs> Where was I? I don't know. 
That was on Mars, chair. dude. <laughs> eating nachos. You were on your anus. He was in your anus. Um, so I, I did not, I'm, I'm obviously other than the prop stuff, I haven't, uh, I've been traveling, so I haven't been, been able to work on anything. Um, that said, I did want to call out. So in honor of our, our boy, John here, getting his season two Hunter approved the, the 3d files that I did that were part of his season two kit. So that's the shoulder, the shoulder bells, uh, the one bicep, um, and then both gauntlets and then the ankle cuff, even though we ended up replacing one of the gauntlets with leather, I still had the thing modeled up. So those files are actually all available up on my file share. So anyone just goes and hits my Instagram, hits the link in the bio, go to my free files under bad batch season two hunter. They're sitting there. So also available on the files section on the dadbatch.com. Very, very kind of you. Yeah. So they were the same. So the same files that are on the approved, the, the, Basically, the CRL medal are now available on for the approved for costume. That's right. That's right. Remy, that shirt you have on is so sick, dude. Oh, that is a sick shirt. What is it? Like, so this is the shirt is from our friends at uh, Heroes and Villains. So, mm. oh, friends, friends of the show here, and uh, I, I anything that's got like Japanese writing, especially with all the stuff swirling around in our heads lately with Japan being the next celebration. So this one caught my eye. Heroes and villains makes some of the best stuff. I mean, yeah. we've all yeah. we've all got something we've been from them. For just, years, yeah, yeah, exactly. Numerous things, numerous things. My wallet's have, going out. Just Big Joe's. Yeah, dude, this thing's thing warm, but it's so amazing. My heroes, my heroes and villains, bad batch jacket, dad batch edition. <laughs> oh, nice! You said the patch on there. Yeah. Yep. Well, Joe did. Thank you, Joe. Nice. You're welcome. Whose whose wallet is the most worn out? Um. I think mine's a little more worn out than Joe's, but mine's downstairs. I'm, I don't have it here. Mine's pretty bad. Hey, Remy. Hey, Steven. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. So uh, Variety Magazine, um, they, they do this kind of multimedia thing called uh, – varieties actors on actors where so it's a, a combination of stuff that's in um both the magazine and then they do these like pbs yes. public television specials and so this next round that we've got has uh, three star wars celebrities so there's going to be one episode that's got both uh diego luna and hayden christensen in it and the the and I, i've got so that one is coming up the one with hayden and diego is going to air on june 8th and then there's another one that's got uh, somebody else and then Pedro Pascal that will be on on June 12th. That'll air on June 12th. And then all of this ties into um, some content that's in the magazine that comes out. Uh, I, don't, I don't see which edition it is. It's one of the upcoming issues of the magazine. So, um, so anybody that wants to see more from uh, Diego, Hayden, or Pedro, go check that out. And again, those air on the uh, 8th and 12th of June. So tomorrow is the first one, or tomorrow as we recorded this, I guess. So a lot of Ahsoka news. There, I, I think it's safe to say that the Ahsoka hype train has started. So we've got a lot of stuff popping up in the news, a lot of stuff coming out on official channels, a lot of rumors swirling around. So um, let's let's go down this Ahsoka journey for, for a little bit. So uh, 
Lars Mikkelsen has uh, was talking with Collider, um, and uh, he had this to say about um, some changes that he made to the voice. Because I mean, and anybody that that watched Rebels is familiar with the voice. I have I do the audiobooks because I spend a lot of time in my car, so I've listened to the audiobook versions of all the Thrawn books, and the narrator does a great version of the Thrawn voice, which is very much like what we're familiar with in the show, um, but. It's we're going to expect to see something a little different from uh, from the live action version. So he says, I'm not losing the voice, but I am tweaking it into live action. When you do an animated character, there's a whole melodious approach. When you're there as a real person, that would just be slightly too much. So it sounds like he has made some adjustments to the uh, to the voice that we'll be hearing. So it'll be interesting yeah, to see how that goes. Because his voice on Rebels is really exaggerated. It, very, it is. You know. And yeah, it's like very, it's, very the, the words are very accented long and, and drawn out. Yeah, yes. very enunciated, right? Yeah, which I think makes sense because you know Thrawn is a very calculating character, so you, you almost it, it works because it's almost like he's slowing his dialogue down just so, because his brain's going so fast. He's only allocating like a small percentage of it to the actual talking, and the rest of it's just going a million miles an hour. So I think it, it kind of works. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, he, he had a little bit to say about kind of how, how it is to play such a sophisticated villain. Um, he says, I love the way he rises through the empire and the way he carries himself in that environment to become somebody. And then of course, how can you not like a very clever villain? Thrawn takes the time to understand his opponent's culture and what they're about. It's lovely to be playing that. So I, it, it's, it's interesting. Like Thrawn is very much and. They got into this in Rebels, but they really get into it in the books. So I'm curious to see how much this plays into the live action interpretation. But Thrawn is very much interested in understanding his opponent's culture and specifically the art and the way that they express themselves in, in art. And, and he feels like he can understand battle tactics by understanding how a culture expresses their themselves in art. And so, you know, even in the toys that they like the the San Diego Comic-Con set that you could get that had all of the artifacts around him like it was his little personal museum. So, what do you what do you, what do uh quick quick question? Yeah. Yeah. How do you guys want to see Thrawn portrayed live? Like evil just like or more the same same calculated. like just calculated strategic strategic 20 steps ahead of everybody buddy yeah the way he should be the way he the way his character should be yeah exactly smart yeah uh because he, he, he yeah yeah like when stuff goes ways and it doesn't go right and the rebel rebels just grass or whatever like he doesn't doesn't freak out and flip out he's just even even feel and it's emotion He's like an intellectual bad guy, right? So yeah, exactly. I would think I would like think the there's, so much, of like... there's so much depth in there. I think they would lean into that. So yeah, yeah. He's he's like he's like the one Bond villain that doesn't actually explain his whole tactic to Bond at the last minute, right? Like it's, he's he's very smart, <laughs> right? Right. They, well, sometimes he does. He does like some like sometimes like he'll say I I like things and da da da, and he starts like talking about his whole. But he doesn't have to. He could just say F A F U. Badass. Yeah. I ain't telling you anything. But that would suck. That'd be boring. I was optimistic that he, we would 
see a Thrawn that was on the on the opposite side of our hero's perspectives and yet not necessarily like the bad guy. Um, now, Filoni has come on the record and said since then that, no, he's the bad guy. Be ready for him to be the bad guy. So we'll see how that actually plays out. But but that could also just be deflection. Oh, you got I, that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 again, I think... You can be you can be on the other side. You can be an opponent of your your story's heroes and not necessarily be like the bad guy. So, but I think I think he's a character that casuals don't know, right? So it, no. it's gonna have to be like there's gonna have to be it's a be fine fresh. line of of them integrating him into live action. And honoring enough what was for in people Rebels, to be into it, right? but yet modernizing it enough to integrate it into realistic, you know. So I'm excited. He's gonna be blue. He's gonna be cool. <laughs> I hope he's blue. Stephanie says I hope he's blue. Um, <laughs> I gotta get back on YouTube. Sorry. I I hope that they give us a happy medium between the two Thrawns that we know, like the old classic heir to the empire Thrawn, who's just hundred percent the villain. But I also want to see the Thrawn that we know now out of like the novels, um, the new novels, the new Canon. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe something with the Yuzon Vong or something. I don't know. Or in, in, it's, in the books, it's it's a similar kind of invasion species, but it's it's the Grisk. Yeah, is, is the species name in the books? But yeah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so uh, moving on down the line, uh, uh, Katie Sackov visited the set of Ahsoka, um, and and has yeah. had some and has had some cagey responses to questions about whether or not she would um, appear in the show. So, you know, when, when asked if, if Bo-Katan would ever get a spinoff series or, or, or her own movie, Katie Sackhoff you know, literally refused to answer. But she did give back sort of a, a, a smirk, you know, a, a sort of a telling smile. So, you know, there's, there's speculation on whether or not she appears in, uh, in Ahsoka. It, it would make sense. I mean, we've seen that, that Bo and Ahsoka have had you know, a partnership before, I mean, especially during Clone Wars season seven. So yeah. it would make sense that they would come back together in some form. We, we also know that there's this, this mysterious project that Lucasfilm's got, or at least that's shown up on some of the, the casting sheets and stuff called, uh, you know, project codenamed ghost track 17. We don't know anything about this thing yet, but um, one of them is one of the theories is that that could be sort of a Bo-Katan centric project. Hmm. So, and that was part of what was that that was part of the uh context when katie gave her kg answer so we don't really know if that implies that maybe this ghost track 17 thing is is in fact something related to that or at least something she knows about or if it's um that she's got some degree of involvement albeit you know small probably um in the ahsoka show so we'll see uh nate made a sweet comment that in the books that thrawn visits batu and that there's a rumor, right, that they filmed something mm. in Batu. That is true. Yeah, because yeah. they yep. did shut down Disney, right, late at night or whatever. 
in one of the in in one of the Thrawn books. Yeah, they could film nighttime stuff all day long, or all night long rather. Um, in one of the Thrawn books that's got some flashback sequences, they uh, with with a, a Clone Wars era Anakin as sort of a, a, a team up between Thrawn and Anakin uh, during the Clone Wars. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. Cool concept. Yeah. That's all it takes. That all that's all it takes in a in a book to realistic is just the like the hint of it, right? It doesn't have to be exactly it. It's just, oh, Thrawn's in Batu. Doesn't matter the like context. It just takes that little tidbit for the people that read the books to be like, oh, look at that. I mean, that's what Marvel does, right? Marvel takes like these tiny little details and weaves it into stories and it helps capture the serious audience. Yeah. I will say at the timing of that book's release at the time, that was when Disney was hyping the, I, I want to say it was like right before Galaxy's Edge opened or, or right after it. It was right around the opening of Galaxy's Edge. So it was timely at that point in time. I'm not sure how much benefit we get out of them going back to Batu right now, unless they did just want to kind of bring, start to give them some story around Batu that doesn't involve the the first order Leaving. timeline, right? Start. To, I think that the time period that they set Batu in is has. Uh, since been a decision that they maybe wish they would have adjusted the timeline a little bit, but we'll see. Um, we've got an official release date for Ahsoka. Um, I, I don't know that we, I guess we didn't know. We knew that we knew that it was coming just in the month of August, but we didn't know the date, right? So now we know it is August 23rd. Ooh. So set your calendar. Coming up. Uh, August 23rd will be the first episode of, of Ahsoka. So, and, and along with this, they've been kind of releasing some new footage. And, and, and in this, we got a lot of footage all of a sudden with Sabine rolling around with uh, what looks to be Ezra's lightsaber. So I don't um, really like that they showed all that. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, like, there's more. Well, she already, there's, it's expected, right? Yeah, but, but but it feels like there's a lot of like different clips like within the last couple of days of her wielding mm. this green lightsaber. I so they're, too much. they're they're really I'm doubling down. They're like, did did you see it? Did you see it? Oh, if you in case you didn't see it, let's show it to you again. Something that isn't obvious. Yeah, and they're, and, they're, and, they're... and John, you you like I know you say it's it's out there, but like let's let's take the people that watch Mando and Boba Fett. And now they're gonna watch Ahsoka. How many of those actually know anything about Rebels? Very little, probably. This this much. So yeah. to just like all yeah. of a sudden throw a Mando on screen with a lightsaber, I think it's a little aggressive. And I know the backstory. Yeah. Well, no one knows she's a Mando based off of what we've seen. That normal. You know, it's just some some girl viewer, with colored hair. In a Mando outfit, and then well, they don't. I mean, sort of. You know, you just see you a don't girl have in any armor. You, you, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They I don't know who she is. If that's the case, I bet. If you know, I they're like, oh, there's Ahsoka my... with some girl with colored hair. You know, I don't know. I'll bet you all the every. I bet you that all the clips I've shown are just how they always do it from the first few minutes oh. of the first three episodes or something. Hundred percent. 
hundred percent. Oh, you, you, there's a formula. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they would. They would. Yeah, yeah. They would never give away like a big reveal like that before the right. show airs. You know, in some like. Did they? Do we know how many episodes we're getting? Is it six or eight? Is it eight? Oh, uh, I. That was that like six. I don't know why. Six. Yeah, I want to say it's six. I've got it in notes from other. Ep- show notes from other episodes where we went through like the writers i I, I want to say it's six i hope they're an hour long not that like hour 20 give me a cinematic masterpiece i have obi-wan was an hour right i feel like there'll be an hour just remember just remember studio when studios say one hour they really mean anything over 35 minutes i mean 39 minutes still counts as an hour episode to them well, because so, they because they include they include the, the commercials, the insert, yeah, include, yeah. include the credits, include the credits. Yeah, plus they always account for like a, a a thirty minute TV show on broadcast television is twenty minutes long because there's eight minutes worth of commercials every thirty minutes. So and two minutes of credits or something. You know, so that's that's yeah. forty four minutes worth of content, on, and that's on broadcast where streaming can break the formula and not even go that long. It'll so. be an hour. Andor wasn't. No, Andor wasn't an hour. Andor yeah, was like minutes, forty-five minutes. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it'll be that. I think Mando's on a different cadence now, so I think yeah, hopefully. Yeah, it's, if it's less, it's own drum. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, I'm rewatching Andor, Andor right now. It's freaking good. Sorry, just, just had to say that. It's all good. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out is in the press release where Disney announced the August twenty-third date, they listed all the. the the names and, and characters and, and credits and stuff. Keeping in mind that they don't ever like nothing's ever an accident. It was interesting that they the way they worded it. So, have they officially announced that Amon Esfandi was going to be playing Ezra before, or is, or has that just always been like our assumption? It's it's never been official, but it's a, I mean, it's official now. It was in the press release. He was the last name listed, and it says. So, so it reads all the characters played by you know their their respective actor actress, and then it says, and Amon Esfandi appearing as Ezra. So it lists it says Rosario Dawson in the role of Soka, Natasha Lubordizio as so it's all this name as so and so name as so and so, and then it says Amon Esfandi appearing as Ezra. They added that one extra word in there. I'm I am going to go out on a limb here and say that it's a very very small role. We're not going to get. That, we're not going to get a lot of it. It might even just be that hologram. Like hologram. We're, that's we're it, not going to get that much of Ezra. Well, isn't isn't he the MacGuffin of the show? I think. I think we're. I think we're supposed to think that, that the whole point is that they're looking for him, and, and right. maybe that maybe that is very much a big part of it. Right. But I don't. I don't think they might not even find him this season. If if you know, mm. it's. It's like that last, you know, how they always had that last name in the credits has always got some other like on and introducing so and so or you know and mm. it, it, it's funny appearing as Ezra. Who do you think's gonna be the surprise character? Character, <laughs> the special guest. <laughs> um, better be Hondo. Oh, I have Hondo Anaka. Well, well, yes. Hello, hello, my friends. That would be. We Deep know they, guy. we know they've got the suit. They've got the suit and they've got the mask. Because they've got the, they've got what's his name, uh, Vane, the pirate yeah, Vane. That's right. Yeah. They've got him in uh, skeleton crew. Yep. Obviously, he can't be a pirate all by himself. He's got to go find another crew. Uh, I mean, you know, he's, you know what? he's 
he's at Disneyland on the Falcon ride. So like normal people would like know who he is and mm-hmm, get it. Mm-hmm. He's like you know, a charming guy. Who I don't see is as Morga. Remember, uh, remember as uh, <laughs> like, 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 I can't even do his voice, but, but <laughs> Morga, the Ben, the Ben dude, <laughs> big moose. Big moose. Mm. And we knew we knew David Tennant had a role. Did we know that he was Hu Yang? Oh yeah, yeah. the droid. Okay, I didn't I didn't remember if we knew that. I think I think my favorite cameo out of all the recent shows, uh, and it it wasn't even like a surprise cameo. It was just a new character, but the um, the Hut brother and sister from Boba Fett, Mm -hmm. like when they came around that corner with the drums playing, and then all of a sudden you see. You see two huts like curled up. To, I was like, "Whoa, they are going for it now!" Like, and it didn't look bad. It didn't look like special yeah, they, edition Java. No. You know, it they look good. good. Yeah, yeah. The Java, the Java, Java language is always funny too. Hatties. Wait, what was that, Brian? The the Java, the Java language. Hatties. The worst was just oh, 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 remember oh, that oh, wars. Oh. Hey, hey, bye. That was uh, the <laughs> that was zero the hut. Zero the hut. Yeah, zero the hut was like hey, bye. And there's that. There's oh, that. That, uh, was, that wasn't cool. <laughs> there's that other hut in uh, Vision season one in uh, Bohemian the the Rhapsody. That's right. Oh yeah. Episode. They should just all laugh. Oh. It's like Jabba's nephew or something. Oh oh oh. Let's not forget that there was a baby Java called Stinky. As good as good as uh, Wasaba Java. Oh, Wasaba the Hut. Man, that needs to be posted on uh It's on the, the Instagram it's out the there. Batch Pod. Yeah, it's I'm out working there. out there. I'm working on it. That's gonna be the. That's gonna be the logo for. Yeah, and on Pabulife.com. I see what's up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So along, <laughs> along with all of the additional press that we've been getting, we've been getting a lot of additional stills and, and just kind of stuff from bits from the trailer. Um, getting a lot of getting a good look at uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead uh, portrayal of Hera, which looks great. Um, I, I caught something on her costume. So she's she's wearing like a bomber's jacket, like full on just, you know, World Leather. War II bomber's jacket. But I caught something on her left arm, assuming they didn't reverse the image. She's got a patch. And it is the logo that was on Obi-Wan's fleet in Revenge of the Sith. So anybody that got the toys would, would know this. Like there was, they called it like the open circle fleet. And so it's, it's a round logo with like two sort of half circles that face each other and, and they don't quite meet in the middle. And, and they call that like the open circle fleet. And it was supposed to be some kind of reference to, I, I don't know, probably came from a comic book or something. I don't know, but it was consistent on all of the toys. Any ship that was like Obi-Wan's ship, his little fighter had it. Um, the ships that were Is considered it a logo part of his. that sort of looked like the Chicago Cubs logo. You know what I'm saying? Like it's sort I, of. A, a, I think a I know what you're that Obi-Wan, saying. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That sort of so, reminded me of that. Her, she's got that logo on her shoulder. 
So I okay, will be interested cool. to see if that's a, if that's a nod to that. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll in our group chat I'll send you guys the the picture I'm looking at. But uh, yeah, um, cool. last little bit of news. So uh, video game publisher Electronic Arts has moved Bioware's development team um, away from their work on Star Wars The Old Republic. I guess they were working on a reboot of Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, they had been working on that. They've moved that team off, and now they've brought a different third-party developer called Broadsword Online Games to take over. I don't know what Broadsword's worked on, but I just feel like this is consistently the kiss of death for video games is when like the teams get shuffled around like this. So yep. I'm calling, I'm calling it. This game's going to either be terrible or it's not never going to see the light of day. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you talking about the Knights of the old Republic game? Yeah. That reboot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're talking about changing certain things. And now that, this is happening it's like all right yeah it's kind of like the final nail in the coffin a little well, bit who wants to pick up someone else's work and take it over the finish line or, or, but the vision is going to be yeah. different too yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it's going to be might not be true to yeah i don't know that's tough not, right. not a fan of that honestly like with the with how well the knights of the old republic were portrayed in uh Jedi Survivor, I'd be okay if they just transitioned the game to a High Republic game, like a High Republic MMO. Oh, you're talking about High Republic? No, no, no. the game yeah, itself. This... The the game itself is uh, Knights of the Old Republic. It's and it's actually this the game. This game is just called the Old Republic. Although the artwork for it shows all oh, of the Knights of the Old games, Republic characters. So, yeah, right. But what the I'm saying Republic is, is the if, online game. If there's a new if there's a new team that's taking it over, rather than try and continue the well, what are you talking uh, about, Jedi Survivor? You said something about Jedi Survivor and Knights of the Old Republic. I said the High Republic. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, that's what I was. Yeah, but I'm if they if EA just takes this game, which is supposed to be based on Old Republic, flip it around, change some stuff, make it a High Republic MMO, I think that would be cool. Or, or at least integrate the the two somehow where it becomes, yeah. you know, fluid. Yeah. it makes sense and it's fluid. Good idea. <laughs> that is it for the news. Why did you make me do this? I guess you have a choice. You want a war or do you want to just give me a gun? My father. He go toilet on my hands. Oh my God. Urine is oh 35 God. degrees Celsius. Oh staves off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, fathers. All right. So, <laughs> for this week's Hunter's Hard Drive, um, we're going to be talking about the Visions Season 2, Episode 5 which is called Journey to the Dark Head with a runtime of 21 minutes. And it is uh, made by oh, Studio Mir. Journey to the Dark Head. 
Why is that so funny? <laughs> I don't know, man. I wish I knew. <laughs> but yeah, um, Journey of the Dark Head, 21 minute runtime. It, the, the synopsis is basically uh, a hopeful mechanic and a disillusioned Jedi team up for an unlikely quest to turn the tide of war. Um, I personally liked this episode a lot. Uh, the animation was cool. Um, there was a decent amount of action. The Sith Lord was pretty cool looking, unique looking when he had the mask on. Um, cool concept in general. Um, but what did you guys think? Tell me what you liked or didn't like about it. Anybody started? Well, um, <clears throat> I still can't get over the name, and I can't stop laughing. Yeah, about Brian. It. Um, but 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 the I, name makes sense now, right? Like like now the name make... is relevant. There there's a bit of a context. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, I dug the right? animation. Okay. It was like it was like old school animated uh anime like anime style um i thought the characters look really cool the bad guy looked really awesome uh i I loved his mask with the big flowy chin thing whatever you want to call that and then his chain off the bottom of his saber that was kind of sick that Um, was neat super cool design uh it i i it had some elements almost very Naruto style look to it. That kind of like, uh, just like kind of felt like I'd seen it before. Um, I was a little confused just cause I'm deep and maybe I wasn't paying attention enough of the, how that story ended with the girl and the, I didn't quite understand exactly what was going on, but uh, artwork, awesome. Story, awesome. Visuals, awesome. I loved it. All right. Anyone else? I mean, that was was pretty good. Yeah? And the name. No? The name gets a lot of The name's your favorite part. Yes. (laughs) Go ahead, Ramey. Do we do we need to give people the context so we can get past his name, twelve year old? The dark head. Getting second. So so there's there's these there's this temple thing or whatever, and like there's these two statues with big heads, and and the the there's this one dark heads. They're not big. There's one one that represents the light side, and there's one that represents the dark side. And for for one reason, for one reason or another, there's this young girl that's they're they're like. She's quasi force sen- sensitive, and, and they're no, 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 no. Mon- so the way she monks. explained it, yeah, they're sort of like monks. But when when it rains, um, because where they're located, which is like in this force sensitive area or whatever, it's like very. I don't know how the force has what what it has to do with it, but when it rains through that the area between those two statues, stones have these like prophetic images on them. That basically can tell the future or or something about the past or well, something. Well, the force yes. and surrounds us, binds us, you know. But and, I think and, it's like concentrated in that that area. Penetrates because yeah. it's like and light and dark. In the dark head. <laughs> and so and this, the light head. this girl, so this girl believes to her core that like if they were to cut off the head of the dark statue, 
that would help bring an end to the war. Like she, she feels this and believes this. And so she goes to the Jedi temple and petitions to take a Jedi with her to go on this quest to the head of this, the dark statue. No, and, she and doesn't even want the Jedi. It. She doesn't want the Jedi there. They assign him to it. Cause, cause at one point when they meet, she's like, Oh, I don't even need you. Like I have all the stuff I need. And, you know, okay, so I didn't. Why, okay, then why did she go to the Jedi at, at all? Like, what? I think it was for need, permission need, to to. It was for permission. She's like, permission can I to can climb I climb the mountain that, on the planet that she was already at? Well, because I think it was it had something to do with the Force, and it was they had she had to be like, are you guys cool with me doing this? Like, can you like approve this? And they're like, yeah. By the way, we're gonna send a Jedi with you, and now you're both gonna learn from this mission or whatever. Life lesson. Listen, if someone told me they were going to visit the dark head, I'd say no. No. You'd be like, no, don't, go to the light. Don't go. Don't and go. Then take a left to the dark one. Don't visit the dark head. Depends what meat you like, right? Light or dark meat, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Thanksgiving's wild. I I like I like that sip. I I like that Sith until he took the mask off. I didn't. He didn't need to take. He was yeah, cooler until he took the. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but he had a classic anime bad guy look. So yeah, he did, and the other guy. It was a bit generic in that I mean, sense, was, minus it, the helmet. That's what I'm saying. The Jedi was cool. He was kind of like also a bit generic, but he uh, had a bit of PTSD because that Sith kind of, you know. Took, took his master and messed with him a bit. <laughs> so so that that Jedi or Padawan or whatever the, the kid, he, his story was intertwined with that Sith from an er, you know from earlier too. Earlier on. <laughs> oh man, the comment on YouTube. I gotta check that later. The YouTube. So, but but the the animation like for example when when that Sith Lord is holding the kid over the canyon essentially or whatever the pit and that explosion goes off and he grabs the saber all quick and you know that whole scene that whole sequence is so cool and then he's falling and the saber kind of past the camera but she and, has the, you know, the parachute all, yeah mm. and she dives down because I I'm, when I first saw it I was like oh man that's it like he he can't reach up and grab he's he's done he's it's over. Plan ninety nine. She just comes flying in. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh man. Damn. Yeah. All right. Tech. Yeah, but uh, but she comes in flying, grabs him, saves the day, and they're all buddy buddy. Oh, dude, the ship was sick. <laughs> Nate just Nate <laughs> made a comment cool. about the ship, saying it was interesting. But man, that Sith Lord ship was crazy looking. That was awesome. That stuff was just cool all around. Everything like about Tyla's it, really looked, that that whip, the sh all of it was just really, yeah. really mm -hmm. cool. It is very cool. Classic uh, anime. Those rockets style. were cool. I give it a ten out of ten, and I give the name a twelve out of ten. <laughs> yeah, the name takes a cake. But uh, what's on it, Stephen? Did you want to say anything on it? Um, I thought the story was a little little light but i really liked i really liked the uh how the studio that did this one incorporated 
the world of Star Wars in it. Like we got to see a Jedi council. Um, yeah. With like Jedis that, I mean, they're like stereotypical Jedi. Jedis, but that were, you know, you, Canonically you're, automatically, you're, you're automatically familiar with them. Um, the council chambers were like familiar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just everything about the, the way that they incorporated the Star Wars universe into this, it, it felt like an episode of something that already exists, which was kind of cool. So it felt familiar. Um, the whip, the lightsaber whip, old. was so dope. I loved it. Um, and then I like the. Was it just me, or were, were you guys getting like Star Killer vibes off that yeah. helmet? Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, for sure. So like a little that, bit. And and that that just like added more to the to the to the language of of the world building that that they they uh, incorporated, which I appreciated. He he did remind me. He gave me some Kylo Ren vibes. I think just with the yeah. flowy robes and the like, kind of not a giant helmet, you know, kind of like a mat. Like you know, Kylo's mask is very like fitted to his head. This guy's thing was the same. Way. It was cool. I'd say this was a better episode than um, what was last week? How I Met Your Mother, or yeah, <laughs> I am your mother, something like that. How I Met Your Mother. Yes, it was How I Met Your Mother. Steve. And then light dark <laughs> Okay, so we've gotten this episode behind us, so we can put yeah. the journey to the we're dark head joke. Like along. we're, we're going we've got it out of our system. Next we're done. What's the next, what one? One. What's the next I one? I don't know what next week's is. I don't know. You, you you tell next, me. Next one, ep- episode six, titled "the S- the Spy Dancer." Ooh, this one is pretty neat. You guys are gonna like it. I already have comments on it. But Don't tell me we'll what I'm gonna like week. or not. Wow. All right, you might hate it. Whatever. It depends because it's got a very specific theme to it that'll remind you of something you've seen before, probably. <sighs> Actually, absolutely. No, 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 no. Not not some, not not something you've seen in right. visions before, but the theme is right. very familiar. Man, ooh, that, ooh, I already want. Here we are. Every week. week. Bottle up. Save it for next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Click it. No, Click I, it. I, Steven, yeah. Next thing. Go. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Is that it? You guys yeah, all good? The is that all the comments about the dark head and well, the journey to it? <laughs> Speaking of dark head, you gotta cut off the dark head. For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. So every now and then we get a get a question from our fans, and this one and this one came uh, John Rodriguez's. Oh, oh, that guy. Heard of that guy? That guy. That guy just. Um. But actually, John, do you do you know the question? Question you you should probably ask it. I think. I think uh, yeah, yeah, I know who that guy is, so I I'll, I'll ask for him. Um, well, the question was essentially, <laughs> if you guys have um, a favorite prop that was made by someone other than yourself, and, and I mean, I don't mean like um, like buying a raw cast and painting it. Like I mean, like some like a finished prop comes to you, boom. And and what what's your favorite? By, by another maker, another maker. So if you guys have any, I actually do have one. That that's the reason why I wanted to wanted to ask. Because I'm like, oh, like that's something I already know. Because it's actually right over here. I bet you it's a saber, saber. 
Oh, well, no, actually, there are sabers. Oh, now you got me thinking, yeah. See? Uh, well, mine's mine's the, a saber, the, the too. The sabers are a little different. The, the sabers are different for me, though, because they're kind of manufactured, and they're not, like, handmade by someone. <clears throat> the, like, mm. the attention is there, but not in the same type of way. Um, right. I was actually going to say... Um, I have so so back in the day. I, I don't know if you guys remember. Not not that long ago, but I had the um, those like clone knight helmets. That 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 was a concept by uh, uh, Jake Bartok, and then Alter Ego made the model for it. Ended up making a a, a mold out of the the file for it, and um, whatever. So I, I used to have a mold for that, and um, I had sent a few out to Island Fett because he was stoked on them, and he was painting a bunch of them, and. And I think at one point, uh, instead of him having him pay me for them because because I, I was selling them, I just told him, "Hey, let me send you an extra one and just paint one for me." You know, and he's like, "Oh, for sure." You know, like I'll paint you one. How do you want it? And I was like, "Just get, paint me a grunt. Like I don't want anything special. Nothing. Uh, I mean, it's special in its own way, but I don't want anything over the top or you know, super simple." So I do have one of these uh, grunts, uh, clone knights. That's which cool. Is, uh, That's a, a favorite of mine that it, it hangs out here in the <laughs> office. Yeah, I don't have any use for it costume wise, but I just love it. It looks amazing, um, and it's artwork that someone else did. Um, so yeah, that's that's mine. As long as you don't sell it, I'll believe you. Well, I still have it. Look, it's got the Island Fett signature. It's because I don't have this mold anymore. This is and this is the last one yeah. that I have. So there's no point to sell it. Like. Yeah. It's literally the only one. My, mine's easy. My Darth Vader helmet is a work of art. Stunt uh, props mm. on Instagram. His name is Paul. Uh, Bookface on the forums. He's uh, those guys are uh, artists. Um, the the detail that goes into the Vader helmets. You know, most people are just like, oh, Darth Vader. Every movie, Darth Vader is different. Every helmet is different. Mine's a new hope down to this tiny little scratch that's on the cheek. It's, you know, these guys have come up with details um, meticulously pulled from screenshots. And they're more detailed probably than the original because the original was just probably thrown around and <laughs> got all these marks and scratches and stuff on it. And these guys replicate it just like the bounty hunter guys do with Boba Fett. But my uh, Vader helmet and the, the chest armor are like the one thing that's always like displayed in my house. So that is it's by far my most uh, cherished prop that I had nothing to do with other than st stuffing a bunch of fans in it from Henry's Helmet fans. Dad, that's your poo. Right on. <laughs> I was going to do an, a, a lightsaber until you said lightsabers didn't count. No, no, no. I, I didn't say they didn't count. No, no, no. You can. Don't, don't get me wrong. And, and you actually made me think twice because there are a bunch of lightsabers that I absolutely love. And I didn't, I, I didn't consider that. I didn't think of that. But there, uh, yeah, I've got four lightsabers over that I can pick out, and all of them are in you that already rent. category. But I already went. Yeah, my... So, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, so what I was going to say is I, I've got this, uh, this saber and it's just the hilt. Like I've got to put all the electronics in it and stuff, but the hilt is a work of art for, um, the Crimson Dawn mall. Dark mall. Oh, wait, so it's like, it's, get? it's, it's, uh, it's like Luke, Luke, some Rush, Russian name, Luke, Luke it's you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. The and best so one. Oh. it's, it's the only one that I've ever seen. And it was ridiculously expensive. Wait, at the time. hold on. No, um, KR also made one later on. Because that was uh, the first one that someone made, and people no, this lost the, their minds. This is, yeah, this is the Luke, you know. And I was working on Crimson Dawn Mall, and I, I didn't know what I was going to do about the saber until this came out, and I was one of the first people that got one of them. Is it all metal? Um, it is With all metal. metal. It's it's cool. and it's yeah. it is a hunk of metal too. So it's like a fractured, broken uh, Inquisitor yeah. saber Inquisitor on the one. Saber. Like it's like an Inquisitor saber was like damaged in battle and he reconfigured it into and like and during rebels like it's part of a walking stick and, right. and then yeah and then it's integrated. Later on, like it, it, yeah, yeah and then when he ignites the one side the stick breaks off and it's still double bladed but uh and then you see that same hilt again in solo like he reaches right. he's in the hologram yeah. but he reaches his hand out and the, the saber flies in from off the screen into his hand and he ignites oh. it so so i've got that saber and i've got all this stuff to put into it i've just never gotten it going I'm a little intimidated because it was stupid Dude. for me to be this nervous about working on the saber because I do all kinds of electronic stuff. I mean, I've got BB eight and yet I don't want to work on this lightsaber because I'm afraid I'm going to mess it up. But, Why don't you send it to uh, John? Yeah, I, that's yeah. all he does. I, I know he doesn't do that. that. Yeah. I know. I, know. I, I just know. need to sit down and do it. So oh. Steven's going to be like, oh. check this out. I got a dark head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Steve, it's gotta be chrysanthemum, right? I, I was gonna say Chrysanthemum, I, I uh just because That's of a piece of art it is it, it, is, is. it is art yeah the time but, but then I was looking around my my office and <laughs> I was like how can I forget whoa oh like that's true because that's super rare it's like there's only ten of these made number one is, is on Dave Dam? Dave Filoni's desk no this is one hundred percent silicone. Oh, oh, but is it uh, maker, Chris, is maker. it Chris Stevens? Chris Stevens. No, this is silicone, not latex. That's what I was saying. Yeah. No, no. We're not. We're who made it? Is it a dark head? Or... Chris does latex, not silicone. This is this is uh, my yeah. dark head. Um, and then here, I, I this is so cool. If you if you can take off the mask, this is also the one that was shown. If you guys went to, if anybody went to Celebration Anaheim. This is the one that was on display, but you can see in here Dave signed it. Oh, nice! When you yeah. pull that, off, when you wear that mask and you pull that Plodrill, it's in the absolute <laughs> weirdest thing ever. Yeah, plochies. It's like Steven's, like Steven's mouth, just like this. Yeah, it's like Ace Ventura when he's coming out through the rhino butt. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Sure. My dark who head. Made, who made that mask? Uh, Mr. Bungle. Oh, okay. Well, he doesn't make them anymore. Yeah, Mr. Bungle. Yeah, he he made the Emperor mask for a long time, right? Yeah. That's an old. He only, an old he, only he only made ten of these. Wow. And then I he actually stopped making it when I when I asked him to when I ordered mine. Um, yeah. He was like, "That's it, no more." Yeah. And then, and then you that get was yours the last. And that's it. 
That was the last one. And, and, and even wrote correct, me a nice little letter with it too. Correct. So, and, and help me if, if I say this right too, Stephen, like the point is because yours is silicone, it looks. You cut out what? It Ryan. looked real. He's gone. Uh, I haven't seen him all, all night. It's been a blank screen. Must be that hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah, hotel. It's, it, yep. it, he got lost. In, he got lost. Lost in the echo he was creating for the rest. But of yeah, us. It, got lost it is it, being silicone. It looks like real skin, and and it I mean, moves more freely. It's less because right. uh, yeah. latex is a little more stiff. It's still very uh, flexible, but it's rigid. And silicone is very skin-like and soft. There's there's a translucency to it. Mm -hmm. um, there's a movement to it. Yeah, I've got a so I've got yeah, the the definitely. live action Hondo from Chris Stevens, but then I've got an animated Hondo. I don't even know where it came from. Um, I bought it from a local garrison member that was selling it, but it's it's oh, silicone. Wow. I can smile with that latex or with that silicone mask on, and and it <laughs> yeah. makes the mask smile. Like I can move my it's like it moves with my That's face. It's difference. crazy, and it's so I can wear it a long time, and it doesn't give me any trouble. But being inside the latex ones, it's like like get me out of this thing. So, yeah, yeah, experience stuff as well. It'll be a prop. Is hard to hard to live in. What about you, Tech? Does it have to be a prop, prop, John, or just the maker? No, whatever, whatever you like. Yeah, I don't know. So, something I, that I, you didn't I, have to make that that someone else made and you like. Yeah, yeah. Things the gift that you gave me, good old woodchuck blaster. Did yeah. Well, I yeah. You you didn't make that yeah. Yeah, nothing is ridiculous. It's a it's a beef. It's a it's a big beefy monster. But um, one I really really like. And accessible to a lot of people. People is um, Hertzbink, the 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 guy that makes this whole ceramic. Yeah. Um, cups. You know, you know, cups and bowls. Like it's it's these things are beautiful. Um, yeah. But but I when you asked that question, I looked around my around my room. Like the stuff I get from other people and from other people and the paint on top of. I really don't have any things that fit that that. Or maybe this, maybe this. Yeah. Right. There you go. Hey. There you go. That'll do it. Good, Good question, John Rodriguez. That guy's got, got it going on, apparently. Yeah. Good oh, question, show, indeed. Guy's smart. smart. <laughs> he must have cool friends. Probably. <laughs> maybe. Joe got it. Steven looks pissed. Raimi's doing something else, and Brian is still a blank screen. I'm just, I'm just, I'm talking in the chat. It's yeah, you're good. The YouTube, the YouTube, oh, I'm helping with the, the YouTube chat. I'm back. Am I back? Am I not back? Oh, you're back. Mike's Dan. dead. Yeah. I'll be back in a few. Yes, you're back, but it's over. <laughs> I was in. I got. I got lost in the dark head, and I just found my way out. So in the dark. <laughs> I thought. I thought we were promised we were done with that. <laughs> no, no, I can promise you we're not done with that. Look at Joe. Oh God, so cool. Oh. Well, I think that does it for us today, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to the show, 
feed that algorithm and give us five stars on your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our road to 1000 contest is almost halfway done and there's still time to enter. Just subscribe and you can be entered to win an Alpha Ignition helmet cast of your choice. Casted by the Dad Batch. You can follow me at Stevie.Kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter, definitely not on hotel Wi-Fi, that's for sure. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you. Joe? Tech.BadBatch when my Wi-Fi Wi-Fi works. Gee. And Ravy? TheDadBatch.com. And John? Alpha Ignition somewhere. And Brian. Uh, slushing and gu- I mean, uh, Sithin ain't easy at Darkhead. I'm on the YouTube. My bad. I'm trying to get in on all these comics. Can we? Comics. Can, uh, Echo, have you got Darkhead yet? Or where, where are we at with that? Darkhead.com. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> Put it to the heart. He's, he's hitting that. Wobba the Hut tonight. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 43 of the Dad Bash podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 44. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. Oh, do go, do go, though.